Welcome to the Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. Hey, everybody. This is Scott here, and I'm your host of the Exploring Washington State podcast. And today I have a very special guest. I have Mackenzie Passiger, the social media maven for Explore Washington State, as our guest. Welcome, Mackenzie. Thanks for having me on. So we're going to give you guys, this episode's going to be a little bit of the backstory of Explore Washington State and the Exploring Washington State podcast. So for those of you that don't know, Mackenzie lives in Austria. We don't hide that fact, but some people get offended by it. It's really kind of interesting. Don't you think, Ken's? Um, yeah, I mean, especially because it's on my bio on our About Us page. Um, I mean, to clarify, a lot of people also don't know that we are family. You are my dad. I was born in Washington, in Bellevue to be exact. And, you know, I went to high school in Tacoma and I'm back here multiple times a year. So it's not like I'm just some random European working on this project with you. Right. Yeah. But it's, it's amazing. It's always interesting uh, when you have an online presence, what people say. So Kenzie lives in Austria, as she's mentioned, she's uh, my daughter, as she mentioned, she also has two small children who are strangely enough, my grandchildren. Funny how that works. Uh, yeah. And so she actually surprised me by flying out here to Wenatchee for Thanksgiving, breaking all the rules, but no judgment here. So I'm really happy to see my daughter. So this, you know, we're really glad we're practicing social distancing. She's, yeah, she's sitting six feet away from me. It's kind of nice. I uh, also want to include that I have been quarantining at home before this trip. So there we go. And she'll be, yeah. Anyway, so what we kind of wanted to take with this episode is that this one's going to go live on Thanksgiving. And, and first off, we're, we're thankful and we're grateful for all of you that take your time to listen to our podcast and to uh, consume our content on online, whether it be on our website or on Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, wherever you might find us. We, we appreciate all of you for joining us in this journey as we go out and look around Washington and try to report back on things that are just slightly different off the beaten trail that to us is at least for me, I'll speak only for myself. I'll let Kenzie have a moment here, but for me, the goal of the, of the platform is to help showcase those really cool things in Washington that you might not hear about from someplace like say TripAdvisor or Yelp or the you know, local tourist bureau at the airport. When you, when you arrive at SeaTac. Uh, so Kenzie, what, what do you think for the site? What's your goal and vision? I mean, I I definitely agree with what you said to show things that are off the beaten path. I think a lot of the times when people think of Washington State, they generally only think about Seattle. And while Seattle is an amazing city and it has a ton of things to offer for tourists, um, I mean, we live in a large state. You know, the entire eastern Washington often gets looked past. And I think we've done a pretty good job of showcasing pretty much everything to do outside of Seattle. Um, and I just, I do want to say that I am really thankful for everyone as well that follows us on this journey. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think we've explored everything outside of Seattle. No, but we, <laughs> we also don't make Seattle a huge priority for us because there's so many other people doing Seattle. I think our focus has been put on other parts of the state. And I think that's really important to, highlight those areas. I must interject as I'm sitting here, we're in the office of explore Washington state and I am 
wearing a head set of headphones. I'm speaking into a microphone. We got a mixing board here. And all I can think of is the Saturday night live skit with Alex Baldwin, uh, where they're on the cooking show and they're talking about his sweaty balls and that I just can't get that out of my head. I don't think that's Thanksgiving appropriate, dad. I'm not, I'm going to be honest here. Had you gone with more cowbell, I would have been right there with you, but uh sweaty balls is not family friendly. Um, but if you want, we'll put a link to the, the YouTube clip below because it's absolutely hysterical when you watch the two, uh, the two other actors who are with, with Alex Baldwin as they sit there wearing their headphones and they're having this conversation and they're all keeping straight faces. I just, I just, that's what I feel like we're doing right now is trying not to laugh and um, just trying to deliver something of maybe relative interest to the, to the listener. So I apologize. <laughs> it's our organized chaos podcast of the week. I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory of how Explore Washington State came to be. Um, so, because it wasn't what it was. It wasn't what it is now. Uh, it had a very different beginning. Right. Years ago. About 10 years ago, I started um, writing blogs for various communities. Um, Anderson Island, Olympia, Tacoma. And the goal was to share content about those very specific communities so that people who were thinking about moving to them would gravitate towards, towards them. And then we were showing houses for sale as well, because I'm a, by day I'm a real estate broker. And the goal was to get uh, people who were interested in buying or selling homes in those communities to raise their hands and say, we'd like to go look at a house. And it was working really well, except for it was soul sucking. Uh, I don't enjoy uh, dealing with, cold calls and cold leads from people. It, it just, it didn't work for me. And, but it was working, it was working really well, except it was very unfulfilling. And I had hired uh, someone to be an assistant uh, to help us because we were doing, we were doing really well. And uh, during a meeting one day, uh, we were talking about spinning up more of these explore insert name of town here sites. And he goes, why don't we like flip this on its head? And why don't we, make it all about Washington state and then drill down locally instead of drilling up locally to the whole state. And I thought that was a great idea. So I actually went on to, you know, the internet and Googled um, names and in lo and behold, the word explore Washington state uh, was available. It had just expired. And I was able to register the domain. And so we launched explore Washington state and we started once again, things to do, various communities, houses to buy or sell in various communities. And it didn't, it didn't feel good. Uh, it didn't work for me. So uh, my business uh, partner and I kind of went our own directions. Uh, he went really into real estate home sales, which is awesome because he's very good at it. And I went more into becoming the champion for the off the beaten path stuff throughout Washington state. And then we started an Instagram channel and as Kenzie will tell you here in a second, we weren't doing very well. And so she said that she would like a chance to uh, take over the Instagram channel. And Kenzie, why don't you jump in here and tell tell that part of the story? Yeah. So that was what, back in 2017, I believe I was visiting here with my kids and we were just, sitting in the living room one evening talking about, you know, what you've been doing. I was on maternity leave at the time and, um, 
you were showing me your Instagram page and I think there were a little over 300 followers. And as a millennial myself, I'm often spending way too much time on Instagram. And back then I didn't think I was, you know, extremely knowledgeable, but I did have the the ego to believe that I could take it over and do something more with it. And in typical father-daughter fashion, it kind of became a friendly competition. Uh, let's let her take it over and see what she can do. And um, it was a challenge in the beginning. There were I had a ton of ideas of what I wanted to do, but I lacked a lot of the skill set, um, especially with like making graphics and really hunting down, getting the information that I needed to make the Instagram work. Um, and in the first year, I think, what did we get to? We got to 5,000 followers, I think something like that. And we were, I mean, every hundred followers, we were calling each other going, Oh, did you see it? Did you see it? And it's, uh, three years later and we have grown to over 60,000 people on Instagram, which still just blows my mind every time I check out what our page is doing. And in the beginning, we had some people tagging us in their pictures, um, a lot of hobby photographers, and I was reaching out to more professional photographers as well, asking if we could, you know, reshare their work. And through doing that, it, um, it just kind of exploded, building this entire community online that when I jokingly said, I'll take over the Instagram, I had never imagined would happen. And it's allowed us to see so many different parts of the state that, I mean, I was born here, but I had never heard of TWISP, for example, or, you know, OMAC or all of those places. And which is quite embarrassing, to be honest. Um, and it's just turned into this kind of animal of itself, providing a gateway into helping build the website, building the community and meeting small business owners and local creators and finding new restaurants and bars and just everything imaginable. Yeah. The Instagram is um, kind of an unwieldy beast. And then we have the the podcast, which is our latest endeavor. And we're on, I think this is going to be somewhere in the late twenties episode, 26, 27, somewhere in there. And our goal is to publish this podcast every week. And we've already had some guests on that I've uh, I've enjoyed thoroughly talking to and Kenzie's been guest host um, sometimes for other other people when I'm not maybe available or they're somebody that she knows differently than I do and so it's been kind of fun to uh, share the hosting roles with her and we've got a lot of ideas on how to improve the podcast uh, to get it a little bit more formal structure not NPR ish but a little less random chaos and a little bit more, you know, purposeful, a little bit more polished, maybe Yeah, a little bit more polished. That'll help maybe if I learn how to talk. So one of the things that we're talking about, so this is November, 2020. And the goal I have is that starting in January, uh, we go from a once a week show to a twice a week show. We'll probably reduce the length of time on the episodes down maybe to th- say 30 minutes on average versus maybe right now we're averaging right around 60. So we'll probably cut them in half and, but we'll, we'll publish twice a week. It gives us an opportunity to have twice as many conversations with people across Washington state. And we've got some, uh, we've got our eyes out 
on uh, a number of guests that I at least find interesting, which if nothing else, this podcast has been a lot of fun for me. That's one of the goals that, that I have. Another goal is on the website. We currently publish content on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And we send a, a newsletter, an email newsletter out um, to our, our subscribers on Fridays. And the goal is to start publishing Monday through Friday uh, content and to probably send out a couple more emails a week, um, but maybe more focused and targeted. Uh, if you're an outdoor enthusiast, maybe you'll get the outdoor newsletter. If you're a, a, a wine connoisseur and you want to know about Washington wines, you'll get our, our food and drink issue. So we're, we're constantly trying to adapt and adjust to reach what we think and hope our audience wants from us. So before we go any further, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, please do so. There's a link below in the, in the show notes. If you're not following us on Instagram, well, what's the problem? You really need to get to that. The link's below also in the show notes. If you haven't visited our website, come on now, really? How did you get here? Yep. Come on. And, and lastly, you know, we're on Facebook, we're on, on Twitter, we're, we have a, a small YouTube channel. You know, we try to put a little bit different content on each of these platforms. So however you like to receive your information, uh, we're trying to find ways of delivering it to you. So please check us all out. We'd, we'd love that. But more importantly, we'd really like for you to let us know what you'd like to see and hear from us. What interests you? What, what, what areas of the state would you like to see us showcase? What activities would you like to see us showcase? Um, we're working on trying to get some more what I call adrenaline content, uh, outdoor, you know, skiing, uh, motorcycles, uh, bike riding, Jet golf, skiing. golf, and not the golf is adrenaline. And, well, unless you've seen me golf and it hits a windshield of a car, that's <laughs> ad- adrenaline. But we are looking for more ideas. And so content at explorewashingtonstate.com is our email address. Feel free. Send us nice comments. No mean comments, please. Content at Explore Washington State. Just let us know. We'd love to hear what you guys uh, think we should be doing because with your input, we can continue to improve the whole the whole thing of the show. So, Kenzie, you mentioned when we were talking about the Instagram that it was more challenging than you arrogantly thought it would be. Very arrogantly so, yes. Yes. What other, so what else has gone well in your opinion or what else has been more challenging since you've been even involved with this? Oh, that's a good, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, speaking specifically about the Instagram account, um, I had this just quick idea for waterfall Wednesday. Not that I'm the one that created the hashtag, but um, I thought it would be a good way once a week to showcase all of the different waterfalls across the state. And at first I thought, well, you know, I'll just try it out for a week. Maybe it'll be a thing. Maybe it won't be a thing. And surprisingly, that has been um, one of our more successful Instagram ideas. Actually, every week people are tagging us in so many waterfalls that I, I, I can't keep up most of the time. Um, What else surprised me is how interested in bridges people are and not just images, but videos and talking about bridges and the history of it. I mean, that was shocking to the both of us, I think as well, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we did early on, we did a a drone flyover 
of a bridge. And I think it's still our most watched YouTube video and it's a cool video. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they did a great job of the editing and all that. I mean, it's very cool, but yeah, bridges, I never would have thunk it. I, yeah, that, that still catches me off guard. Um, and there's, I mean, specifically again, speaking to the Instagram account, there's been a lot of things that have backfired on us that really have kind of just left me some days going, how did that happen? Um, people, especially like with the whole geotagging thing, um, that's just been a whole situation because in the beginning I ignorantly didn't realize that, you know, if you tagged where the location was on an image, that there were going to be people out there that were going to be upset. And so that started to happen and I needed to, I had to research and figure out why are people getting upset about geotagging? And then I learned more about leave no trace and I learned more, um, how heavily traffic trafficked these places are. Um, and that's still kind of an ongoing thing. You know, there is the, should we geotag? Should we not geotag, uh, situation? Um, I would say that, that that's an ongoing thing. And also, um, during the first lockdown, I would have to say that I felt like that whole, however many weeks long that was, I felt like there was nothing we could do right online to be completely honest. Um, people think, for some reason that we are a part of the government, which we're not, if you don't know that by now. And we were getting, I mean, we were getting some messages where I was like afraid to look at my phone because I would post a picture for waterfall Wednesday and people were just losing it. And, you know, saying that we're at fault for all of the, the lockdown situations, which obviously we have nothing to do with. Um, and those periods kind of come and go, not just with the lockdown, but that was, you know, that was really, really hard. Yeah. That was one of the, I was really surprised because people would, would say basically thinking that explore Washington state was another platform for governor, governor Inslee to talk. And they would like talk, they'd respond to us. Like we were governor Inslee, like you just told us we couldn't go outside. How come you're telling us to go on a hike? It was, it was very, it was very confusing and, and very, uh, disheartening because in no way are we encouraging anybody to to go against the mandates and we encourage everybody to be careful and take precautions and and take care of themselves because we want you all to be safe and healthy and a lot of the stuff that we're posting is maybe not for immediate consumption but give you something to look forward to for when you know right now it's like i keep saying it's november so it's cold outside uh, no one's probably going to the beach and getting a good suntan right now. But if we post a picture of Green Lake or of Lake Washington in the hydros on Lake Washington or something, we're not, we're not suggesting that you run out there today, but just a reminder of the good times that happen in the summertime around in around Washington state. Conversely, if we post a picture of, you know, uh, snowshoeing in July, I mean, it's a kind of funny to me how people take us so literally at times. So um, politely, guys, just don't take us so seriously because we're pretty damn irreverent. And uh, I am the one reading all of the Instagram messages and responding to you people. Um, so please be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I am a mother. I do have emotions. And she's nine hours ahead of us. So I get these calls in quote unquote the middle of the night. <laughs> she wouldn't believe what they just said. Oh, my gosh. I'm sleeping. Let me go back to bed. Um, but anyway, no. Our goal really is that we inspire you to go check out different places, 
beyond, you know, Mount Rainier or the oh. Space Needle. Or the Olympic National Forest. And not, not and there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of those places. And we do have plenty of content about it. But I don't know. Let me ask you guys this question. I'm just going to pose a question to the audience who's not listening right now. So when you think about this, answer this question. How many places can you go downhill skiing in Washington State? There's a lot more, there's a lot more ski resorts. Mom and pop owned, locally owned, small ski resorts throughout the state. Just outside of Walla Walla, up in the Okanagan, there's a couple. There's a lot of opportunities to go skiing that aren't at, say, Crystal Mountain. And we need to talk about those things. People need to hear about that stuff. You guys should go out and try something slightly different. And that's that's my mandate, is to help promote and showcase these smaller, independent places that are businesses. But there's also, you know, highways that get you from point A to point B that aren't I-5 or I-90. Let's take those. Go go the slower road. Take take something, you know, if you're coming to eastern Washington, go over the North Cascades Highway when it's open. Take that route. Enjoy it. Swing through Yamazama and Winthrop, Twisp, and, a, you know, do that versus just coming over Snoqualmie or Stevens and just being part of the herd. Um, so we're not, we're not trying to bash anything, or at least I'm not trying to bash anything. I really am just wanting to give you guys an opportunity to to check stuff out that you might not have heard of. Because like Kenzie said, she didn't know where OMAC was. Um, I've lived in Washington State my entire life, and I, I there's still more about Washington State that I don't know than what I do know. By no means am I trying to portray us as experts. But the people that create content and allow us to share it on their behalf with you are going out and checking out some really cool stuff. And I just want you guys to enjoy it and check it out. One of the things that I think was was been harder than I, I thought it would be is to compete with sites like TripAdvisor and compete with sites that are these big commercial aggregate sites. Um, Google Google just rewards rewards those sites with a lot of traffic, and I think we have some really good content. And con- <laughs> I mean, check out our our article on Gooey Duck. I was just about to ask you, what's your favorite article and why is it the one about gooey ducks? Yeah. I mean, we, Kenzie wrote this article, everything you never need to know about gooey ducks. And, and it's still one of our most uh, heavily read articles and no offense, Kenzie, it's not very good. It's not a good article at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was funny to research it because I mean, gooey ducks, come on, like they make everybody laugh no matter how old or mature you are. It's a funny looking thing. Um, and I think that's, I think we do a good job of that. I think we, especially like we just, what did we do? We just posted an article about vintage used bookstores around Seattle. You know, you're not going to find the kind of content on a clickbaity website and it gets you to see different parts of a city and head into different shops that, you know, really won't be on TripAdvisor or then they're not going to be on the first page of Google. You know, you've got to hunt for them. and. I think our platform does a really good job at showing things that you would normally have to hunt for on a more, um, on a level that you, it's easier to grasp. Yeah. So my favorite article, (laughs) I don't know. That's, I can't answer that. Um, I'm, I'm amazed by the gooey duck one. Uh, one of our authors wrote an article on ocean shores that's done remarkably well. Um, I'm proud of a lot of the content that we've done about, 
the Olympic forest and in things to do in the Olympic national park, even though, you know, it's such a well chronicled place. Anyway, I think we've had some great content there. We've had some great content about Spokane uh, and Spokane is a, is a, is a, I got into it. Um, there was a podcast episode where I was speaking to somebody um, from Spokane and one of the listeners commented and said that I was, I can't remember her exact words, but basically putting down Spokane and, <laughs> and by no, no, by no means was I actually trying to actively put down Spokane, but candidly growing up from the West side and I grew up in Tacoma. So, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I grew up in Mercer Island or, you know, Hunts Point of Bellevue. I grew up in Tacoma and I, we all thought Spokane was this, you know, just the place. I'll tell you what, Spokane's awesome. If you haven't been to Spokane in the last five years, I think you're, you're missing out. I think Spokane has become one of the most interesting uh, places to go. Um, great venues to go see live music. Um, that's the one thing about the pandemic that I miss the most is uh, the ability to go see live, live music acts. Um, so when, when we can travel about the world, go, go support our musicians in our state. We've got some great musicians and go, go see them at local clubs and venues and give them your support because they've been hurt by this whole thing. But Spokane, great coffee shops. Oh my gosh, great coffee shops. Um, great places to eat, great places to go walk around. Shopping's great. People are really nice and friendly. And and so, yes, I had a preconceived notion about Spokane. And over the last three years, um, I, I, I think Spokane's becoming my go-to place to go when we, when we leave Wenatchee to go out for the weekend or something. If, we're, if my wife and I are going to go away, uh, we go to Spokane and that's a lot of fun. So to anyone that is, I've ever offended about my Spokane comments, I'm, I'm truly sorry. Please forgive me. He doesn't mean it guys. Yeah. I'm kind of being kidding, I, but seriously, Spokane's awesome. I do have to say, I feel like, especially online, there is, um, a pretty big movement to try to get people to change how they feel about Spokane. I mean, on Instagram, the hashtag, hashtag Spokane doesn't suck. I have that t-shirt is huge. And that hashtag obviously exists for a reason, doesn't it? Yeah, no, Spokane's Spokane's really, really very cool. But this isn't a love fest about any particular town in, in Washington. It's just our goal is to help you guys go out and see things. So if you're driving around the state and you're looking for something to do, we hope to give you guys some great ideas and things to go check out on your own. And, uh, I think on that note, we would just want to say thank you again to everybody. And, um, obviously this Thanksgiving is different than the ones we, who celebrate are used to in the past. And we, me and my dad thank everyone that has joined us on this journey over the years, who's contributed to content, tagged us, reach out to us, uh, been on the podcast. And, Everyone that just shares and likes and comments, it means the world to us. We, I mean, I don't, I can't speak for you, dad, but I could have never imagined this three years ago and it feels amazing. I mean, looking at the coffee that we've made or the stickers or that amazing poster, it just feels like work isn't work because we enjoy doing what we do so much. So thank you to everybody. I'd also like to just say thanks everybody for listening. Uh, reading, watching, liking, giving us a thumbs up, hearts, claps, 
all those little social media emojis that we all share amongst each other. And without you, this wouldn't be possible. And so again, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Uh, We look forward to continuing to explore Washington state with you and uh, wishing you all the very best for Thanksgiving 2020 and look forward to sharing stuff with you soon. Take care. Have a great holiday. Join us next time for another episode of the Exploring Washington State podcast.